0: Hey everybody! This is the House Darker. Welcome to a new episode of Real Talk. Um, finally, I finally did it. I finally got it done. I just—I said this on my previous episode that I was going to go see Sonic the Hedgehog, and I finally did it. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to review it. We're going to get going on it. We're going—we're going to be in this. We're going to be in this like this. Yeah, they didn't see me doing karate chop, chopping myself in the collarbone. But for those who are listening to the podcast, welcome. For those who are seeing me on YouTube, w- double welcome. You guys don't can tell, but this is a video game shirt. Sonic's not on it for some reason maybe cuz it's more of a Nintendo shirt than anything. But it's a video game shirt and it's, it is and it's very appropriate because we went to go see a video game movie adaptation uh Sonic the Hedgehog. That came out last Friday. I was supposed to see it that weekend, but things kind of fell through and but we did see it today or this evening and it worked out and so we're going to get into this and talk about this movie. Um first off, first off, this is officially one of the most successful video game to movie adaptations to date. <clears throat> and this is why I say this is important. Excuse me, let me get some water real quick. Ah, hydrate, people, hydrate. So this is why this is important because for those who are are who've seen movies and and understand that most video game and movie adaptations don't do well. They really don't. They're, we have a long list of movies and I looked up the list and we're just talking about live action we're not even including animated there's a bunch of animated ones we're just gonna stick to live action and some of these I didn't even know even existed I didn't know and some I didn't even know were even games (laughs) so we're we're gonna go all the way back to what 1993 the first video game and movie adaptation got 93 we and guess what all it is guys you guys know what it is it was Mario Brothers and that movie was trash that we had Bob Hoskins, it had John Leguizamo, Dennis Hopper, and a couple other people in it. movie was trash. But, like, so, you know, we were already starting off on a bad foot right there. Double Dragon had Mark Dacosco, uh, Alyssa Milano, uh, the guy who was T-1000 and Terminator 2 was in it. movie was also trash. Uh, you know, that that came out, like, a year later. Then we had Street Fighter with with Van Damme, Roy, you know, uh, Raul Julia. movie is comically trash, but... So it's so bad that it ended up being infamous, and it's it's like the it's like the memes of memes. We we have people who still quote that. To, I saw a video today, and they were quoting Street Fighter. That's how funny it is. But the, the list goes on from Mortal Kombat to Resident Evil to Tomb Raider. Uh, with Angelina Jolie, they had Wing Commander, uh, Doom, Blood Rain, Silent Hill, DOA. You know why Dead or Alive is a funny movie to me because the final boss in Dead or Alive is literally Eric Roberts. With some macho man sunglasses on. If you don't understand why that's a thing, you have to see the movie. That one's also comically bad. In the name of the king, for those who don't know what that movie is, that is a Dungeon Siege game. For those who don't know, Dungeon Siege has not owned a PC. That movie was Weird. But like, but once again, they down to like we can keep going from Max Payne, Street Fighter, The Legend of Chun Li. That movie was ultimate trash. Tekken, Prince of Persia, go on and on. Warcraft, Assassin's Creed. We go on and on for all different kinds of video game movies. But out, most of these movies, safe for like a handful, I think Detective Pikachu did pretty good in theaters. Uh Mortal Kombat ended being okay. Street Fighter ended being, like I said, became infamous. I think the first Tomb Raider had Angelina Jolie. End up being okay. Cradle of Life was trash. Uh, most of the Resident Evil movies didn't do well. Max Payne was not that great. I went, I went and saw that with my brother because my brother was a big Max Payne fan. Like the games, he loved the games. Tekken, not so much. Prince of Persia was a letdown. I was very upset uh, because the games were good. So you know, on and on, like you know, and I forgot, man, I forgot they made a a new a newer uh, Hitman movie. Didn't see that one. So, but, and and we got more coming. I, I, I didn't realize that later this year we're getting Monster Hunter. And then we have Mortal Kombat coming after that. We have the Uncharted movie that's supposed to have Tom Holland playing young Nathan Drake. You know, so on and on and on. So, they don't, they're not going to stop coming. But in the past, most video game to movie adaptations didn't do well. Why? Because I just, I don't know. It just is like maybe they couldn't, didn't respect the source material, it just maybe it just some some of these games just could not they they couldn't translate into like the big screen very well. Like I remember I, I remember reading somewhere they were talking about potentially doing a a Mass Effect uh, movie. I'm like no don't. It's like if you want to see a, if you want to see a good story of Mass Effect, go play the game. Play one and two, three okay, Andromeda is okay, but one and two for sure. But if that's but that's the point that like. Most of the time, these movies only are only okay. They're not great. They're not fantastic. They don't not, they don't knock your socks off. Like War was supposed to be the one, and it wasn't. And so that's why you know whenever we hear an announcement of a video game to movie adaptation, we kind of have a about it. And then the whole the the whole controversy about Sonic the Hedgehog to begin with. Like for though for those who don't realize it, I forget what it was like like two years ago. They started dropping like teasers for this movie and the art direction they took for Sonic was so bad that they had like before the movie even came out, we're talking about like it was done. They pulled it, they redid it. I heard they spent like another like couple of million dollars to redo Sonic and everything in the film. And he ended up being way better than they made him they put him back to what he was supposed to look like. Not this weird I don't know why they would try to go for super realistic. It was so it looked horrifying. But so that was already spelling Doom, and then when they redid it and we saw, I was like, you know what? This looks like it's gonna work out. Um, and it did. And I think this was that was a smart move. I know that it it probably cost them it. It, did. it cost them millions of dollars to fix it. But it was a smart move. Sorry, I was so Webb was on one of my statues. I hated it. So and so it was a good move. It was a good call for them to fix Sonic. That was very important. Um So shout outs to them for fixing that. Uh, shout out to Ben Schwartz, who is the voice of Sonic. For those of you who Ben Swartz is, he was he's best known for his role as what's his name, John Raffio, Rafio in uh, Parks and Rec. Uh, he's now the currently the current voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. Shout out to James Marsden for being the human element in the film. We knew that was going to happen, but it was it was not. This is one of the few times it worked. You know, whenever there's always a movie, it's about a creature or something, and they over they oversaturate the human element. and makes it bad. This is the kind of the situation was okay because, uh, like some of the characters in *Sonic the Hedgehog* in general, like some of the, and like in the cartoon series, like Amy, I couldn't stand Amy, and like some of the extra ones, and like I feel like this was a good way to introduce. We just by putting him in a situation where he's dealing with people it was a good way to introduce Sonic at least, and then work the other characters in in time. Uh, shout outs to Jim Carrey from coming back to the big screen as Dr. Robotnik. He killed it as Robotnik. Loved it. Loved it. It was, it was so good. And I, people like, I I read a review that someone's like, he carried the film. He didn't carry the film. He played his part and he, but he played it great. He played it great. Um, a lot, there's a lot of references. First of all, like right out the gate, they do it. There's a Sega promo thing that pops up. You know, for their, you know, it's because it's a Sega game. Sonic is a Sega character, and like the, it it did like almost like a Marvel Studios like thing where it shows all the different versions, the different Sega games through the years, and it was a nice like moment for me because like a lot of these games I played, I'm like, yeah, I recognize a lot of these games from like the Genesis, the you know, the Master System, the Genesis all the way through to what comes out now under Sega's name. Uh, Even though they don't make, they don't have consoles anymore, but they still make games. So it was really, really nice to see. And so I I liked it. I liked the movie a lot. But like I said, there's a, there's the own the Sonic references are very big for people who've actually played Sonic and I've played most I didn't play all the Sonic games. I played I played and beat 1 through 3. Uh my brother beat Sonic Avengers 1 and 2. I used to own Sonic R on the Sega Saturn. For those who don't know what that is, you yeah, uh, yeah. And and I had the Sega of the Sonic Fighting Game. Yes, there was a Sonic the Hedgehog fighting game, guys. Yes, 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 yes. I forget what it was called, but yes. But and, and then there's, and there's been games from Sonic Mania to Sonic Colors, and we're not we're not going to talk about Sonic 06. We all that's that, that's the that's the no. We don't talk about that. You know, from and, and there's been many more games that have come out since then. But for you know those of us who are of of over the age of, of uh, twenty know about the games that came out from the beginning. And so to see a lot of references to the older games is nice, and it's like some of the some of the terminology he uses and how he acts and stuff like it's really I like it I liked it a lot. Um, one of the things I remember reading I saw on the thing people were like well the plot's kind of paper thin well yes the plot would be paper thin because let's 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 just make this clear you know what the premise of the original Sonic the Hedgehog movie was Doctor Robotnik A.K.A Doctor Eggman was literally not only capturing the animals of Sonic's world and turning them to robots, but he was trying to get access. I actually was he getting access to the Chaos Emeralds in the first game? I know in two and three? Maybe three. I know three for sure, because that's when you get knuckles in there. But like he was going after the Chaos Emeralds at one point. But like like the plot for most of the Sonic games, especially when you have Dark and Robotnik involved, are not that deep. So for the story to be that deep, it wouldn't, it just wouldn't, it wouldn't work for what Sonic is. You know, then like I said, they had moments where you have these little connections about Sonic, you know, and, and about friendship and the, and then like the whole part, the point of, uh, James Marsden's character, his name was Tom, Tom Wachowski, who's like a sheriff in his city, his, his, his story arc, you know, and then they both kind of like based on a relationship with each other, they learn things, you know, and that's fine. And that's, Typically how that would work. But, you know, it, it wasn't like it didn't have it. One of the, these is one of the few movies where it simple works. Keep it simple. Don't try to go hard and don't try to go deep. This is Sonic the Hedgehog. Keep it Sonic related. You know what I mean? And I felt that they stayed the course. Keep it fun. Keep, <clears throat> excuse me. Keep it fun. Keep it entertaining. Keep it going. And I felt like, and, and the pacing was fine. The, the interaction worked some of the jokes were pretty good, you know. And I think it did it did exactly what it needed to do to make an entertaining Sonic movie. And especially if you're a fan of the character, it you you get everything you want from the to some of the music references to a lot of the stuff. You, you know, there's there's so much there's enough in there for you to feel good. Uh and so and and for those and I, and I remember reading before I went to saw it, that this is like right now uh, Sonic the Hedgehog is the highest grossing video game to movie adaptation right now. It's one of the most successful ones. I think Detective Pikachu did really good, but Sonic for sure is is, is, is doing really, really good right now in the box office. So it, it gives a clear indication how good this movie is. You know, box office numbers don't always doesn't always mean it because sometimes a movie can be a billion dollars and I think it's trash. But the fact that like this movie is doing well, I enjoyed it. You know, my my wife thought it was okay, but but she doesn't understand a lot of the references. She wasn't. She's not a. She's not a video game. She doesn't play video games outside like Mario Kart from time to time. She's not a gamer. Um, she's not a Sonic fan because she doesn't know. She doesn't know much about Sonic the Hedgehog. So a lot of the stuff like that they threw out there, she missed because she doesn't know. So it, it, you know, my kids will love it, especially my six year old, because she you know she knows who Sonic is because she she sees me play Smash and stuff like that. So she, so. It's it's she would enjoy it. I enjoy it because of I'm a Masonic fan, so a lot of stuff he did I liked. And and a lot of references. There's a there's a mid credit scene that's like I didn't see coming. I thought was really, really good. It is literally spilling or like it's pushing for a sequel. It's R Bad. It's it was it's automatically there were there's just two moments in the movies of the way it ends and then the mid credit scenes it makes it very clear we're going sequel. And like I just I just I like it. I like everything about it. There's a whole, there's a scene in there. That's very like, if for those who are fans of the Quicksilver scenes in the X-Men movies, we're you're going to get that in this movie, which makes sense because he runs, if not as fast as Quicksilver faster. And so there's, that's really good. You're, you're going to enjoy those, the, all the running scenes and stuff like that. It's really fun. I have two negatives. I have two negatives about this movie. Uh, my one negative is that when, when you first meet Robotnik, he comes in hot. That brother comes in hot, and it like, I'm not gonna spoil the movie, but I'm gonna tell you this: like, so you know, for those who who recognize, Dinobot works for the government. He works for the U.S. government. It, which kind of makes sense, because how you how do you introduce a uh, the only human character in the Sonic you know genre? You know what I mean? Like, I'm talking about one to three. Adventure doesn't count because he's on Earth. You know, so the the other games where he's like on Earth and dealing with humans that doesn't count. I'm talking about like. 1 through 3 or he's the only human on the planet. How do you introduce a character the only human? Well, the, the only way you can do that is by putting Sonic in the human world to where he could meet robotnik That makes perfect sense to me. My problem is like it's just like there's just some things like he did that didn't It's like if you're a government official there's laws to go by and stuff like that, and he I feel like he would just overlooked and i understand that Botnik is arrogant he's a genius and he's full of himself and that's how it's supposed to be but there's just some things he did like when he walked he walked in the scene like this first scene in and which is so he came in and we're talking about he came in hot and i was just like really really i was like i don't know about that you know I, you know gradually through the story you see him being the way he's being it's fine even at the end he like like you can see the gradual like just you know Mad scientist thing he was doing in the movie, and that's work. That's fine. Even at the end, man, he did some dark. He said some dark stuff, or he acted very like mad scientist dark. And it's fine. It works. He's supposed to be. It's just right out the gate, like at the beginning when you first meet him. It's just kind of like, eh. He's supposed to be kooky, but like, like he just came in there like too hot. I was like, dial that back just, just a tad. Um, only and the only other thing. And I'm just going to say it. It's not a spoiler to me personally. It's like, I feel like she did not need to exist. There, uh, uh, there's a sister-in-law that's in, in the movie and she's just antagonistic for no reason. And, you, and when you go see it, you'll see exactly what I mean. And it's just like, she was like completely unnecessary, completely on that. If you have like literally took her out. It would not hurt the movie. There's a couple little funny scenes with her, but like her her character in general was like, "Why are you here?" Other than to create and not really create issues. She she didn't make she didn't do anything bad. She didn't make things hard for anybody. She was just this weird, just kind of antagonistic character that didn't need to be there. And, and it kind of was like, "Why are you here?" And it made me it just made me not like her because it it's like it like it, her issue with James Morrison's character, which is Tom, because Tom's character is married. You you see it in some in promos. And his wife's sister is like just doesn't like him. And there's like no reason for it. Story-wise, there's no reason for it. And 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 it just kind of felt out of place in the moment in like what's happening. And I just and that's why I didn't I just I didn't like her character. I just felt like she didn't need to be there. But overall, other than that, I think the movie's great. I think the movie's, you know, it's good to see everyone. Should, I look, I can't wait to see what they do with the sequel. I, I, I haven't been this excited for a movie. Se- uh, excuse me for yeah, for uh, a video game to movie adaptation. I have not been this excited for a sequel since like after, uh, Infinity War. I was like, oh man, we got to see, and so I'm very excited to see uh, Sonic Two. You know, and and I, and I can't wait to see what they do. Because you can only at this point, and you have to worry about sequels, especially for a video game to movie adaptation sequels. You know, because typically, like you got, you have like, like I say, for Tomb Raider, you have Cradle of Life, for Mortal Kombat, you have Annihilation, in Resident Evil, all of their sequels were were like either okay or trash. But they're doing really, they did really good with this movie. It's up here now, so hopefully, if they keep it high with like story and and try to not to go once again, don't try to go too deep. It's a Sonic movie. Keep it simple. Keep the keep the plot keep the plot simple. Keep it going the way just like the games. Pacing, oh keep it simple. He's bad, he's good, he wants this, he stops that. Keep it simple. You know you, you want to have add a little bit of like sprinkle in some emotions and some connections and some stuff. A little bit of story. Add some story. But don't try to go super hard. Don't angly hulk it. Don't do that. We don't need any of that. Don't do that. That's that's my advice for the sequel, and I feel like they they kind of figured out that formula for this movie. They could just do that with this one, and then add a little more to make it add some cool little effects, some more like there's some there's a there's a solid like the, the Sonic there's the last the final battle between Robotnik and Sonic is pretty cool. I like it. I like it a lot. You know, it's it's a nice nod for all you for any Sonic fan. So for me, I feel like Sonic the Hedgehog is a huge success and. I it's not perfect because there's a couple of things that kind of made me go like mm. you know with whole thing with Robotnik and then like the the, the sister-in-law character which is like unnecessary, uh, but everything else was like like the, even the nod of the where he lived in, the, in on Earth was perfect nod. There's just there's just things about it that they did really well and even like just, just the, even some of the simplest things was like that's how that happened. I was like that makes sense, and and that's why me personally is like it's not perfect. But for me, Sonic the Hedgehog gets a nice eight out of ten from me, it, and it's and it, it it is it's a really good movie. I feel like it's like on is right now on a short, 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 short list of one of the best video game to movie adaptations to date. To be fair, I have not seen Detective Pikachu, and I heard that that was pretty good. But as a as a Sonic fan. And, and I walked in there. I actually walked in there pretty excited, and I and I wasn't disappointed. I was very happy what I got, and I can't wait to see what happens next. So this has been the House of Darkness, guys. Um, I'm very happy I got to make it. Got to go see Sonic the Hedgehog, and I've heard very good things about it since it came out, and it didn't let me down. What everybody was saying was dead on. It's pretty. It's a pretty awesome movie. So go check it out. Go support one of the best video game and movie adaptations right now. And um yeah, and just 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 keep keep it coming. If we can this is the start of, of a good if this is what we're gonna get from this day forward from these type of game from these type this genre, keep it coming. Keep it coming. Please. Don't hopefully monster only thing I'm worried about with Monster Hunter, because Monster Hunter comes out later this year, that the same director and writer he did he do Resident Evil movies is doing Monster Hunter. So I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried. And the fact that he, he got Milo, you know, Milo Djokovic is in it as well. I was like, yeah, you would. But at the same time, mm, Tony Jaws in it too. But I'm like, i mm. I'm like, I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried. But we'll see what happens. That's not until September. But um that's it for me, guys. Um, I have some secret stuff coming up, happening. Hopefully, maybe by the end of the year. Maybe not, maybe not. I'll, I'll let you know. I got I got a super secret project. I'm not gonna tell you. I don't have. I'm not gonna make an official announcement yet until we get have something to show you. But we got some things down the pipe for you guys. I'm excited for it, and I hope you guys will be too. But I'll let you know once once I get some something to show you guys. But be good, be happy, behave yourself, and thank you for all who are watching on YouTube. Thank you for you guys for listening on, on whatever podcast app program you listen to. Uh, whether it's through Anchor FM or Google Podcast, whatever it is, anybody everybody who supports me on my podcast, I appreciate it as well. This is a House of Darkner and I choked on my water a couple of times because I try I don't know, I tried to talk and didn't, didn't didn't try to hydrate fast. So slow down. That's that's the moral story at this point. Slow down, everybody. Slow down.